Slayer slays. Watches. Watches? I'll be there. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content. I don't like vampires. I'm gonna take a stand and say they're not good. Wish Buffy was here. Whatever. Can I go? Yeah, I do. Must be Tuesday. Welcome to episode six of The Watchers, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast where we, that is Georgia and I, I am Alex, we watch an episode of Buffy and then spend even longer discussing it. (laughs) Double. Double. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you will know that uh, for us it has been about two minutes since the last episode. We are about to enter lockdown, so we are trying to get a few episodes under our Mm. belt so that we can still have a few episodes going over the over the sort of I just don't think I can I don't know how I'm gonna do this I'm gonna have to go a month without Buffy you are I'm afraid I didn't think this through actually no. I should have made us do it over oh god okay. no we're not doing it over Zoom oh! uh, you, you need to find another box set that you can binge yeah whilst we're uh... really struggling I said then this is the thing with going into lockdown because I've kind of recently watched all my favorites so I'm already on season a nine of RuPaul's Drag Race again from right. from season two because I don't watch the first one. Have you watched? I mean, uh, so Dawson's Creek is on oh, Netflix. Nah. No? I text Ashley. You know, I talk about my older sister that watched all of the nineties TV and loved Buffy. I messaged her and said, "Oh my gosh, Dawson's Creek's coming onto Netflix." Um, she was like, "Oh, is that another one for your podcast?" And I was like, "No, you should do one." <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to do that podcast. No, um, I'm not going to do that podcast. I, um, but I was talking about this with my sister uh, over the weekend, and we were in a car on the way back from dinner with my for my mum's birthday, and I'm in the back seat with Meryl, my niece, and uh, we're talking about Dawson's Creek, and we both started singing the theme tune. I don't want to wait for my life to be over. <laughs> So we were both singing along. Gary in the front seat is like, oh my God, just crash the car now, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly, like about 10 minutes later, just silence out of nowhere, Meryl, Meryl's four, she just really creepily just says, and she does it exactly like this, she goes, I don't want to wait for my life to be over. <laughs> Are you joking? No, me and Sam just both burst out laughing because we've managed to go from singing this lovely cheery song to making a four-year-old <laughs> suicidal. <laughs> it's like my cousin when he was really little, Cheryl Cole's song, you know, I don't need a parachute, baby. Yes. He came out with and said, but what if he doesn't catch her? <laughs> I mean, it's a fair, it's yeah. a fair show. You're going to catch me. What well, what if yeah. I don't? <laughs> oh, kids. Yeah. Oh, how sinister. I know, but I wish, I, <laughs> wish I'd caught that on video. Oh, that's really funny. Now, this is the point where I would normally ask you how you're feeling, how well you've been up to this week, but we did that last we time and nothing, last time. nothing's changed. So I thought, why not let's get to know you and me a bit better. Oh my gosh, what do you want to know? I just want to know, tell us a bit about yourself, Georgia. Who no. are you? What do you do? What are you when you don't do Buffy? Watching something else. What are you doing? Playing on The Sims. I'm a loser that plays on The Sims 4. Um, no, I don't do that all the time. I'm I'm just quite a homebody, really. Like, lockdown is stressful for a lot of people and causes a lot of trauma for a lot of people. But for me, it's kind of when you're socially awkward. It's, like I've, we said last time, didn't we? That I've seen you more. Yeah, since, since we've started had the restrictions, this. and with the podcast as well. But before we started doing this, I was seeing you more. Yeah. So I don't do a lot really. I just tend to sort of hang out with my dog and my partner Sam and and my family. Um, but yeah, that's about it. I work for a charity, um, and I, so I work with kids, which is brilliant. Um, this is lovely, though. I think this is one of my like. You do one of the best jobs out of everybody. I do, like, I, I work with teenagers and I work with kids from the age of 5 to 17, which is awesome. And I do really love my job. That like, it is awesome. And um, so, you know, it, I was a bit nervous about this coming out because I was thinking, oh God, what if, but actually these kids ain't going to be watching Buffy, so they're certainly not going to be listening to uh, the They might be now. Um, <laughs> once, once they hear about this amazing new podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. it's so bad enough that, shout outs to Peter, 
bad enough that my friend Peter that I work with is listening now. Yeah, what was it you said about... Uh, he said that you sound like someone famous. But we don't know who. But he doesn't know who it is and it's really annoying him. <laughs> um, so if I just keep talking to Peter, will he eventually figure it out? <laughs> I don't know. Is he just going back, rewind? Peter, stop rewinding and listening to my voice. It's really creepy. <laughs> So yeah, so that's kind of me really. You've talked a little bit about you in terms of the bookshop, but we'll, do you want we'll to do tell... me next episode. You're gonna do us we're gonna do you next episode. Yeah. We need something to talk about for the next episode. Okay. So we'll But back to this one. Yes. Now that we've found out a little bit about Georgia, uh let's talk about the pack. Is that what you wanted to know? It is I don't care. I knew it all <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, I just wanted to fill some dead air. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is boring without having something to talk about, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so next, it's the pack. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you remember what I said to you two minutes ago about this one? Mm, something about wolves. No, it's yeah. about hyenas yeah. and some of the other people at school. Xander and several other students are possessed by the spirit mm. of a demonic breed of hyenas that wreak havoc on Sunnydale High. It sounds a bit, like, cheesy, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm imagining, like, the Lion King hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> like voiced by Whippy Goldberg. Oh, if it's not voiced by... If one of them's not voiced by Whippy Goldberg, I'm walking out. Well, you're walking out. I can make you leave. Yeah, you're, you live here. Um, <laughs> but though, you know, we are like Xander and Willow and Buffy. You can walk out and I'll just stay in your house. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you, you go. Just hang out with Howard. Perfect. Uh, shall we watch it? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> So that was the pack. What? <laughs> Sorry, you just took a big sip of your drink then. <laughs> Sorry. It's like you forgot we were going to do this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you always surprise me and start recording before I know you are. I did actually Swine. get some of your singing this time, but oh, I don't know if I'll put bloody that Bloody hell. Let's uh, find out later. Um, so, <laughs> so that was the pack. It was um, the pack. What did you think? Yeah, it was okay. I wasn't blown away by that episode, to be honest. No. no. Do you know why? Why? It's because Cordelia wasn't in it. Oh, shut your mouth. No, because I thought I'd be enthralled because it was an, a whole episode dedicated to Xander again. No. It's um, it's not one of the best episodes. No, it was pretty lame. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I know we're going to go into it, but yeah, I wasn't. Season one is generally the worst season, yeah. just in terms of week episodes and that mm-hmm. is one of the worst oh, episodes that's rubbish <laughs> <laughs> like that one wasn't great there's um see what's interesting is when we did teacher's pet mm-hmm. um i had that's actually been rated the like the worst episode so far but on people on twitter mm-hmm. and i had somebody even say that they really didn't like that episode but that was one of your favorites so i far. did like that one yeah but i think the episode just then the what one did we oh my god i've forgotten and we only watched never it. kill a boy in the first day yeah see i think that was the better episode but yeah the teacher's pet one was poo as well i think it's like i don't know it's just something about these like i know it's vampires but i think there's something about these supernatural things it's because they're trying to do a bit more than vampires yeah. i think trying to sort of explore the world a bit more and they're just a bit naff yeah this is terrible yeah like if this had been the first episode i wouldn't have wanted to watch anymore i don't think no it was because cordelia wasn't in it oh (laughs) (laughs) you wish um so it starts off with buffy actually meeting the pack themselves Mm. so these four characters who are just not very nice no douchebags utter douchebags and this is before they're possessed by hyenas (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is why cordelia isn't in it because they would have made her look too nice (laughs) I'm surprised she wasn't part of this little crew. No, she's not. Nah, she's not. She's not a physical bully. No, she's a verbal bully. Yeah. But these yeah, guys are. Lance. These guys are not. Yeah. So they first of all meet Buffy, mm-hmm. and what was interesting is they're like, "Oh, what are you can do, beat us up." So it's starting to become known that Buffy's got this something, something else about her. Yeah. She's. She's. Do got you think a... it stems from the Cordelia thing? Yeah, probably Cordelia telling everybody, and then. Uh, weird Owen. Yeah. And and then also, you know, the like the cheerleader 
trials. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, although yeah. she didn't do anything in front of anyone, she did um, stop her from being burnt to death. So she's, mm. she's starting to get a bit of a reputation as where there's trouble, there's Buffy. Yeah. Um, so they are a bit like, oh, shall we, uh, are we going to get in trouble with you? Are you going to beat us up? Mm. Anyway, she just sort of ignores them, moves on, and uh, she goes up to Zandra and Willow, who have uh, been seeing the zebras. <laughs> yeah, the zebras meeting. He was so excited about that. <laughs> this is the question I had for you. Is like, we never had a field trip to a zoo. I think we went to, like, Cotswold Wildlife Park when I was in, like, literally, like, nursery, primary school. But that is kind of a zoo. Yeah, but not when you're older. Like, secondary school, would you no. have had a day trip to a zoo? No, we went to uh, Avebury Stone Circle. Amazing. I know, right? We went into... I got sunburnt, would you believe? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Did you not have your parasol with you? No. <laughs> We went into the town centre to look at the railway village for Ooh. one of our trips. Oh. Literally at houses. That's posh. Bet, they, bet the people who lived in those houses oh, loved it was that. So boring. It was. Did the you worst. have to do the? Uh, did you have like a clipboard and count the traffic? No, we had to look at all of the um, architecture and, as in, like, because it was to do with history. Right. Then look into like why they would have lived there the different buildings and stuff. Uh, see, ours was geography and we had to do a pack about uh, a road going round Avebury and... Why? What... what difference does that make? What relevance does that have to geography? Like, Well, if I wanted to be a town planner... Is that from geography then? I don't know. Well, clearly, <laughs> clearly the geography teacher thought so. <laughs> and clearly, I mean, I did very well on that coursework. Thank you very much. Oh, well, I didn't doubt it. <laughs> Jeez, defensive. <laughs> so I've always thought I was quite good Bloody at geography. I've always thought I was quite good at geography. You're in the wrong job. <laughs> Counting traffic is where it's at. Yeah. Where the money's at, Alex. Uh, So, Xander and Willow have seen the Heimlich, but with stripes. That's what they call it, the Zebra's (laughs) mating. Uh, But Buffy's not that sold on a trip to the zoo. No, she said she did it before. Yeah. She's done it every year or something like that. Again, jealous. What the hell? Well, I guess it's weird. When you're in LA, I guess there's so many other things that they could have done. I mean, probably not history. Because there is no history in America. Not massively, no. They, they could have done a tour of the Hollywood studios. Yeah, that would have been way Or even just a hike of. up to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least getting some exercise that way. I don't know, this is all a bit stupid, isn't it? But then also, Principal Bob Flutie's there. Mm. And um, it, it does feel like the kind of thing that he would do. Because they're, they're all 16, 15, 17-year-olds. Uh, and he does tend to treat them like six-year-olds. <laughs> so maybe he's like, right, we'll take them to the zoo. I know, that really made me laugh. And I was like, oh, call me Bob's there. Call me Bob. What's he doing there in his lush, like, checkered jacket? Yeah, presumably he was supervising, but he was there mostly to have a go at the pack because they weren't being very nice no, to Lance. So they were, he was sketching or whatever he was doing, the chimpanzees. Yeah. And they started picking on him and saying that he was part of their family. Yeah, he was a chimp. Well, this... I got the same when I was little. Well, because of your hairy face. <laughs> Don't tell them. No, my sisters, because I've got red hair, I've got ginger hair. And my sisters used to tell me that uh, the orangutans dropped me off at the front door because I was ugly. Aww. They did not want me. Ugly for an orangutan, but beautiful. Oh, shut your mouth. Stop trying to be nice because the people are listening. <laughs> Sorry, I'd still prefer to go on a date with the orangutan. <laughs> Um, but they, the pack, uh, kind of ignore Principal Bob. Oh, yeah, they couldn't give two hoots, No, they? and they go into the hyena. Oh, that's it, because Lance covers for them with him. Yeah, so they think, they uh, say, oh, yeah, well you're done, on, mate, you've done, you've you've done, done good. solid there. Yeah. You're on our side now. Yeah. And he's like, great, please leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they drag him in. Well, yeah, because they say, oh, we're going to go and see the hyenas, and he's like, isn't that off limits? Yeah, because there's, like, tape out the front. Can I just say bit of a fuss made for hyenas wouldn't you say it almost had this like jurassic park vibe about it yeah some hyenas and also if it's off limits wouldn't you just put more than a bit of tape across oh, <laughs> no because then you know it all affects the plot doesn't it <laughs> uh so they go in yeah and uh they are messing around basically mm-hmm. picking on lance mm-hmm. and then basically they're possessed that's how it works yeah uh their eyes all light up and uh, Xander and uh, and them all cackle at Lance as he as he runs away. Yeah. Oh, because that's it. Because it's that Xander 
and Buffy and Willow see them go in. Yeah, they see them taken. Like, oh, see, that's what I've written down as well. Xander said, oh, it's every school, isn't it? You get your desk, your blackboard and the mean kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they know that, obviously, they've taken Lance and they're all very worried about him, aren't they? Yeah. So they follow them. They go to follow them in. So yeah. Xander runs ahead. Well, Buffy's about to go and Xander says, no, this is not this is not vampire. It's, it's not slaying. supernatural. Yeah. I will go and sort this. Yeah, he's, being, yeah. he's, uh, he's showing he's off being a man. He's dominance, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Which is kind of a theme for the whole episode. Mm-hmm. It's all about... Uh, sort of teenagers and um, like hitting puberty, and it's all yeah. big metaphor for basically being arseholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that kind of is like the Xander is really immature at the beginning of the episode because he's really excited about the hyenas, uh, about the zebras mating. Yeah, which is, I mean, you never grow out of that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but then he goes off to help Lance. And he becomes one of the gang, one of the pack, mm-hmm. and he becomes possessed. And whilst that's oh, happening... Oh, sorry, can we just talk about the fake of the fakest hyena as well? Oh, yeah. The puppet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's where it started for me, and I was like, oh... This is not going to be a good no, episode. No, <laughs> Some things, Sometimes uh, these things are more effective when they're not seen. <laughs> it's just... This was one of those times where I, I really struggled to just sit with it and go with it i was like oh no yeah. yeah this is about as bad as it gets okay um this and the praying mantis yeah yeah uh so buffy and willow are staying outside they they first of all stay and then they decide no xander probably needs help yeah. um so they go to go in and the zookeeper stops them yeah tell Do- me about the zookeeper dr douche dr douche <laughs> Well, we were saying, weren't we, when it was on, as I said to him, I said to you, he's like, oh my God, he loves to talk. Like, clearly, to me at the time, it was like, he's one of those people that did his thesis on hyenas and then just tells everyone about it. Like, just loves to talk about stuff. So he, you know, he catches them and doesn't let them go in. He says they're being quarantined. Um, and that's why that, you know, that's why people can't go in and see them. Yeah. Are you just blind or are you a blind, like, blind and illiterate? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Now, this goes back to just a bit of tape. We've had recent experience of quarantining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure a bit of tape's going to no. stop. What What are they being quarantined from? Oh, I don't get it. I don't know. But I they don't, don't ask. They don't ask. They just, no, they don't. They, they just, just take go. it for what it is. To be fair, if I was at a zoo and a man in a thing said, oh, you can't go in there, they're being quarantined, I'd be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't even question it. Yeah, it's not my area. No, although I think if I went to a zoo and they had a massive hyena park thing, I'd be like, oh, they're probably quite cool. Yeah. Not a puppet. Like Jurassic Park. Yeah, it does look like that, though. <laughs> and the music is kind of, it's like tribal. Oh, it's like African tribal. It's like from Teacher's Pet. It's the same sort of music, it, isn't I it? I swear it is. It sounds like it just is the same. Maybe that's the trick. If we ever hear that music, we know it's not going to be a great episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that is kind of like a really long teaser we have the opening credits. Yeah. And then Buffy and Willow are at the bronze and they are talking about boys. Eating a croissant. Eating a croissant and... Whoa. What's Willow? What's oh, Willow eating? Willow's eating raisins. Willow's eating raisins. Willow's eating a box of raisins again. It's cr- they sell them at the bronze? They like, must do. Can Lo- I get, alongside the croissants. Can I get um, a tango orange and a box of, box, like, a little packet of raisins? Do you know what? I, part of me is sort of thinking, I really hope she takes them with her. <laughs> <laughs> but they probably sell them because we saw Buffy with a pack. I can't believe a few episodes ago. No, didn't but that we? was at a house. Yeah, but she'd probably taken it home from the bronze. Oh right, I see. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she probably yeah. bought one for Willow and then one for later. Of course, yeah. just spog off. She's like, I'll get around in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xander, they're not coffee. Not anymore. They're shriveled. Xander, coffee. Willow, box of raisins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they say grape juice, they mean raisins. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's it. Maybe Willow's a secret alcoholic. <laughs> This is way. it's just even it's literally just the fact that it's the evening they're in a what is essentially a nightclub or and she's a bar, eating a, and she's eating she's a croissant eating a bloody croissant on a plate like it's yeah. just so funny to me yeah but they're talking about boys as noted specifically they're talking about Xander mm-hmm. and Willow's feelings for I him. had no idea I, I know you mentioned this with the last episode, but I genuinely missed it. Yeah, I'd forgotten that it was even really expanded upon in this episode when yeah. I talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was more subtle than that. But this time, like, if you hadn't clocked it up till now, they're hitting it round your head with well, a yeah, sledgehammer. Yeah, you said they're Willow making it blatant, aren't they? Yeah. That blew my mind. Uh, and then um, Willow uh, talks to 
Buffy about Angel, mm-hmm. who isn't in this episode, no. but Buffy's still wearing his jacket. She is wearing the jacket. She said it went with the shoes. Yes, and she plays it cool, doesn't she? Very much like, oh, I'm not bothered, bothered. Yeah, okay, I like him. Yeah. But he's never around. Never and blah, around. Blah, blah, blah. And then that's when Willow says, oh, he's here. Yeah. And, and Buffy's like, Angel? Yeah, it's and not it's Angel. Like Sando with, beep, 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 shirt watch. He's wearing a glorious shirt. This like geometric pattern. I gotta tell you, I didn't spot the shirt. This one. No, there's I two. Di- I didn't spot them. Don't swear at me. The first one. <laughs> the first one he was fingers. wearing when they're at the zoo. It's okay. It's kind of blue. It's got like the Tour de France stripes on it. Like, right. When you're in the rainbow jersey. Um, it, it wasn't worth talking about. This one, shirted collar. You know, a shirted collar, a, a collared shirt. shirt. A shirted collar, yeah. Oh, I've eaten too much pizza. A <laughs> uh, collared shirt, yeah. So he walks in and he's really different, isn't he? He's behaving really oddly. Sniffs, well, he sniffs um, Buffy. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, he's just sniffs Buffy, doesn't he? Yeah. And asks her if she had a bath. Yeah, and she says, I'm known for it. And he goes, that's okay. <laughs> As if, like, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like, takes a massive bite out of her croissant and doesn't like it. Yeah. Uh, he wants meat. Yeah. Yeah, something more substantial. Yeah. Uh, and this then we is what birds eat. Yeah. And he means the things with wings. He, he's not being a sexist person well, no, at this point. Bird, do Americans don't say birds, do they? Very UK. I guess. I guess so. I've never heard an American say it. No. But uh, they'd have no reason to say it to me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but the pack arrive. I, again, do. I don't really know their names. Uh, but the, I'm, I've called them the pack throughout my notes. Well, that's, yeah, we don't um, know any other names. They arrive and they start... Um, picking on this kid mm-hmm. um, they say shouldn't you be floating above a football field with the words Michelin or Goodyear so written around mean. you and Xander laughs and then just says the kid's fat oh. at this point I feel like it's a good job we know that he's possessed yeah 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 like it's if we hadn't seen the possession happening yeah we'd be got Zander's horrible. Yeah. Because speaking really... Well, if this is the first episode that you watch of it, because like you were saying, with the first series, it's very stop-start, isn't it? So, like, yeah, you can kind of tune in at some point and get the gist of what's going on. But if that's the first opinion you get of Zander... Yeah. I start calling him Zander now because of you, Zander. Um, what's that with Zander? Oh, I don't know why I say Zander. I'll just I'll probably switch between two. I wonder anyway, what, what do they what do they call do they, they call him? He's Xander, but it's because you're British. You say Xander. What's well, my know? name? Uh, <laughs> Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas some people in our town would say Alexander. Do you know my granddad started calling me Xander? Did he? Yeah. Um. Not about a year or two before he died, he oh. just suddenly started calling me Xander. And we worked out it's because he used to watch a lot of Pointless. Oh, okay. And they called Alexander Armstrong, Xander, yeah. on that. And um, and I remember at the time saying to my mum, it's like, he's mentioned it a few, like, he's, make, he's mentioned it a few times, like, oh, we should call you. It's like, he's not doing it because he's gone insane. He's doing it because he's like, oh, I think we should call you this now. <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, people that know will already know that I have a variety of names. I'm Alex or Bert or Uncle Albert. Yeah. And um, like it's a nightmare when it comes to Christmas tick tags because like oh who does this person yeah really what nickname have I got for this one yeah and um, and then uh, so with with Grandad I wrote him a card and I wrote from Xander on it because I thought you know he likes he wants to call me that yeah. That's fine. anyway that he then turns around to my mum and goes well you know Alex has started calling himself Xander <laughs> oh God's <laughs> sake <laughs> I wouldn't you can't win. no I wouldn't have minded being called Xander but like when I was younger and Xander came up as yeah. like on Buffy it was like oh if I then start calling myself Xander it's because I'm copying Buffy so I never did yeah I know what you mean it's a good, there's not many people called Georgia so I don't really have that no but then I'm the same because I have like you have a few names I have about 10 I've got like Georgie or Georgia or you know what you call me I have deliberately not called you it on the podcast. We're not going into it. <laughs> Although people are, if people are listening, people might ask, but we're not going into it. Um, my sister, like my oldest sister, Carly, calls me Poo. Don't know where it came from. She's just called me it forever. Ginge as well is my yeah. other sister. So yeah, there's plenty, plenty yeah. of nicknames. Back to Zander. Sorry, yes, back to Zander. <laughs> so yeah, he he um, 
starts laughing, doesn't he? And I think if you if you saw that him him like that for the first time, you would think he was a dick. Yeah. Um. So he kind of goes off of them essentially, doesn't he? From the bronze, he goes and sits with them. Yeah. And then we're. At... It's interesting though because how much of his behaviour, how much of their behaviour, is sort of within them that is just been brought out. Well, this, this is a question I had was do they not see the changes in themselves or like or are they completely taken over yeah like do they not even recognize the fact that they were this person a and couple now, of hours yeah. before and now they're starving well, they're being to a bit mean in... yeah well they were mean weren't they but like yeah but Xander wasn't no that's what I mean and like the fact that he ate you know ate Buffy's croissant <laughs> and then like was like oh this isn't good enough would he not be like why am I craving, craving meat, meat? Yeah. yeah it is weird um, so I kind of go down the theory that they're completely possessed, but he knows who they are. He knows the exactly. Bronze. There is some long term memory. Xander there. is still there. Yeah. However there much is... of the hyena is it yeah. there, he's still there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. Is this all hyena behaviour, or is it just his own behaviour enhanced by the hyena? because well, yeah. I can see Xander. I can quite. Mm. I could see him taking apart like walking in and taking up Buffy's croissant I can yeah. I can see that I'd do that <laughs> except I don't really like croissants maybe still some raisins sorry what well they're just a bit something and nothing aren't they no they're, they're like they're, have you ever had them grilled with like spread on yeah no you haven't they're like they're you like fancy had them properly. To- they're like fancy toast or really shit donuts you haven't had them properly not I'm, I'd rather have you a, ever had a cronut I haven't I'd rather have an apple turnover Oh, yeah, here we go, desserts. Anyway, um, <laughs> Buffy the next day Such is... Such an old man in that cardigan <laughs> as well. Talk about the cardigan. Oh, my God, I'd like, rather have an apple Right, the cardigan's over. coming no, off. No, you've only got a roll neck on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> the many layers of middle age you've got on today. Um, I'd like, rather have an apple turn. Buffy is training with Giles. Yes. Uh, she's properly beating up, and she's up. saying, "I think we, I think that roundhouse kick was a bit sloppy. Should we do it again?" Just like, "No, no, no, no." Not until I get the feeling. Back you head off to class. <laughs> well, I get the feeling back in my arms. So Buffy heads off, and then we get this weird sort of low down view of something running through the corridors. Mm. And Principal Bob, he's back. Mm-hmm. There he is. He's chasing it, and Buff. Everyone else jumps out of the way. Buffy catches Herbert. The little piggy. The little piggy. And uh, this again, Principal Bob, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to engender school spirit. But you can sort of tell he doesn't really have a clue how to do it. Dresses up a pig. That poor little pig with that helmet on. Sorry. Yeah, I also suspect he doesn't really... I also think Principal Bob probably doesn't really care. Oh, he's so out of the loop. He's so out of touch. He dresses like he's from the 50s. Yeah. But like literally, he could be in Happy Days with the way. Yeah, he I've always thought that because yeah. he looks like the dad from Happy Days. He, he does, and he literally looks like he stepped off of that set. Yes, come to They us. were filming it next door. Yeah, and yeah, then... yeah. Comes <laughs> us this and goes back and films. They're like, oh, we need somebody Henry to play Winter. Principal Flute at you. Come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then one episode, the Fonz does it like, hey. Hey. and he's wearing the angel's jacket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my god, I really want to see them do a recast Buffy now. Oh, don't. So yeah, Principal, he's just so... He's Watch so out for Fort Guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so out of touch, isn't he? Yeah, um, he lets Buffy carry uh, the pig back to its place, of its home, its cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while she's doing that, Xandra and Willow are outside revising maths. Geometry, yeah. Yeah, he's not getting it. No, he doesn't... he's so annoyed and frustrated. Which yeah. again, I, I, I can, can see that's, him... that's very Zandri. <laughs> I could imagine him being like, "Oh, I'm not getting it," but also he's so aggressive and and with her as well. And yeah. then he just chucks the book in the bin. Chucks he? the book in the bin. Very defeated. And walks off. He does. Yeah. Walks off and leaves her. Because then inside, Buffy is waiting to pop the pig back in the. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> pop the pig. Pop the pig. Yeah. And Xander walks in, and Herbert goes crazy. Yeah, he really He's really like wriggling, trying to get away from uh, Buffy, trying to get away from from Xander. Buffy clocks this, and it's like it's very weird. Yeah, she does that like, sort of, you know, when they do the face of like looking back and forth, like, hey, huh? What? What? Huh? what? Counting numbers in her head. Yep. Um, doing Joey acting, and um, <laughs> exactly. 
Then everybody goes and plays dodgeball because oh. it's raining. Yeah. So I think this is the first time we've seen it rain in Sunnydale, and it might be... I'm struggling to think of another occasion. Yeah, I've, no, we haven't seen anything like that yet, no. I don't think. Um, so it's really, really raining, and they go inside and play um, They play dodgeball, and it's a really brutal game. Mm. And what, stri- what strikes me about it now, watching back, and with another bit later on, uh, is how much silence there is in this episode there's a lot of action not not a lot of dialogue it's almost like they didn't really have a story to fill the whole hour they don't what they do is fill it with that rubbish tribal music and a game of dogs and lots of staring yeah snarling like broody stares so that word again the uh, the dodgeball's quite brutal. It's quite yeah. vicious. It ends with basically the pack and Lance being on one team and Buffy left mm-hmm. on the other. And they all turn and pick on Lance. Mm-hmm. They all turn on a, one of their own, their mm-hmm. own team. And that goes back to they pick on the weak, don't mm-hmm. they? These, these animals. So, yeah. Um, poor Lance, man. Poor Lance. Buffy steps in and stops it. Mm-hmm. Nobody else does. Again, back to Buffy's sort of reputation of who she is. She will stop, step in and stop yeah, this Yeah, she doesn't thing. give a hoot, does she? Yeah. The the guy who's running it, the coach, I guess. Does F all. He does F all. In fact, he loves it. He does. What does he say? He says something at the he end, says, doesn't he? God, this game is brutal. Yeah. I, I love it. it. Yeah. Um, so that's not very nice. Yeah. Xander is then mean to Willow, I've written down. Yeah, he's horrible to her. They're in the corridor. That's right. And he I've says forgotten to this her, bit. <laughs> oh, I just need to tell you, like, I've decided to drop geometry, which means I won't have to see your pasty face anymore. Yes, because she goes up to him and says, "What? why are you being so weird? Yeah. What's going on? And he yeah. says, look, I think you know, you'll, know, you'll have noticed how I feel about you. And, yeah. And he leads her on deliberately. Yeah. So, uh, and then... Um, and then basically calls yeah. her pasty. Now, again, back to... Does that mean, then, Xander himself, when he's not possessed by a hyena, is also aware of how Willow feels about him? Probably, I would say so. I won't go into it, but I would say probably, yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that they all started wearing, like, really dark colours, the pack? Yep. Yeah, they've all started... Yeah, they do that slow-mo scene, don't they? Like, the Reservoir yeah, so Dogs that's, scene. Yeah, so that's what... Um, well, next, they go outside. Mm-hmm. Um... And Xander sniffs dogs. Yeah. And they come up against a couple of guys eating their lunch, yeah. hot dogs, and um, they steal it off him. They try it, but it's not raw enough for them. No, it's too overcooked. Yeah, so then they're catching a bit of more of a whiff. And uh, you've blocked this out. You were saying this from quite early on, and I didn't know how to break it to you, so I just didn't say anything. As soon as, they, as soon as she caught the pig... You knew I said, what was they're happening. not going to eat the pig, are they? And, and you wouldn't tell me. I didn't say a word. You didn't say a word. It was all over your face. I couldn't confirm or deny, no. but it's a fact that I wasn't saying anything. Poor pig. Um, it was only a baby. So they go and eat the piglet. That's their lunch. But then... Then they have the massive slow-mo. Yes, then they have the massive slow-mo. Oh, of course it is, because they're all wiping their mouth and stuff, yeah. aren't they? So after they're sniffing everybody. They're walking around. And, yeah. Yeah. So... It goes on for about ten minutes. Buffy recognises that something isn't right, doesn't she? So yeah. she goes to Giles. Who says that, um, oh, yes, it's terrible. It's terrible news. He's yeah. a he's a teenage boy. Of course, you'll have to kill him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she says, I'm serious. So am I. Well, yeah. not about the killing. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't believe her. And then she he says something along kind of the lines of what teenagers do. Do, do when they go through yeah. puberty and he says they prey on the weak and then she remembers something that the zookeeper said Dr Douche says to yeah. her and she's then saying she's like no there's something going on here and she's nearly mm-hmm. nearly convinced Giles mm-hmm. and then Willow rocks up mm. and uh, tells them about Herbert yep oh did you hear yep they found the pig eaten eaten and that's when they decide that uh, Giles um, is, is finally on board now because they say to him, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm going to go find my books, look stuff up. Yeah. Because that's what Buffy wanted him to do. Testosterone, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, so whilst they're all researching and looking stuff up, um, Buffy actually heads off to find out, well, he tries, he's going to try and find the pack, yeah. find out what's going on. Um, and... 
Bob's after him, isn't he? Yeah, he creeps up, but he creeps. Zand, she's in the we're looking at the cage. Yeah. And Xander creeps up on her. Yes. And what's interesting about that is he doesn't. He's already in there. Yeah. Because the door doesn't open. Mm-hmm. She, he creeps up on her from behind, and as that's happening, Principal Flutie confronts the pack, the mm-hmm. other four outside. Uh, so it then becomes a little bit of a um, sort of it fl- flits back and forth, doesn't mm-hmm. it? With Principal Flutie dragging them off to his oh, office. How funny is that that he thinks he's suspicious that they ate the pig? Yeah. All they're getting is detention. Detention. He's threatening with detention. Oh, it's so stupid. Look, if I'd got fra- if I'd eaten a pig, I think I'd have probably got. I'd probably got sectioned. Oh my god! Yeah, you'd be <laughs> taken off by the police. Yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Um. So whilst they are sort of not giving a toss about what he says, no. um, they're just teasing him. They're almost playing with their food. Yeah. Um, Buffy is uh, being pinned to the floor by Xander, and uh, he's no. She jumps on top of him, and he says, "I've all I've been waiting yes. for you to jump my yes. bones." Yes, that's right. Because he becomes quite predatory mm-hmm. sexually, mm-hmm. Um, and this is another bit where he's finally letting out what he feels. Mm. So this is again. This isn't just a hyena that's causing this the hyena has added aggression mm. but it feels like it's all slander yeah that's what i said it's almost like he had the it gives him kind of that instinct to act upon his you know lust yeah you know that sexual drive isn't it so... yeah and also he mentions willow yeah and her simpering yeah yeah, yeah yeah um she's not what he wants he wants a bit of buff he wants a bit of buff <laughs> who doesn't <laughs> I don't. Uh, no, neither do I. Um, <laughs> then, but what we do want a bit of is Principal Flutie. Oh, because the pack yeah. eat him. Oh, they demolish him, don't yep. they? they... You I... were laughing. I laughed when she scratched his face. You were more upset about the pig. I was. I am more upset about the pig. But I was. I just laughed when she scratched his face. And he had mm. those fingernail marks down it. But it was like really gory, bloody yeah. scratch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Whilst they're doing that, Buffy drags Xander to the library where Willow is. Yeah. She's literally dragged him through the school. Yeah, he, she knocks him out, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. And um, Willow's like, what's going on? It's like he attacked me. So they lock him up in the cage. Mm-hmm. That just happens to be there in the library. Now, it has been there the whole time. Is it for, like, the old books? Yeah. Like, the more expensive? I or guess. Or is it the restricted section? Well, I, I guess. I mean, we don't really have cages in libraries here. So no, I, I guess you probably do in the big ones like the British Library. Yeah, they'll have that. like original copies of stuff. But I don't, or, like... I don't understand why they'd have one in school. And maybe was... Giles was like, oh, um... was it just lucky that it was there, or did Giles? Put I don't know. It I'm in? thinking that he was like, oh, um, actually, I am bringing some old British classics over, so could I have a cage? Yeah, I feel like it's a bit. Because it's like a proper prison door cage as well. It's even got like a hole in it. Yeah, because like... I put the food in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe... It feels weird it in, is in a school. It's bizarre that it's there, yeah. But then this isn't your normal school. No. Uh, so Buffy basically says to catch his willow up on what's been going on. Um, and then Giles comes in. He's been at a teacher's meeting. And he brings them some bad news. Uh, because Principal Flutie went to find the pack and confront them. Mm-hmm. And Willow and Buffy are like, oh, well, that showed them. Mm. Did it? Did it show, Did it show them? <laughs> well, no, it didn't, because they ate him. Oh, my God, that's so gross. Yep. Uh, well, Buffy has decided to head off to the zoo. Yes, to go and speak to Dr. Douche. Dr. Douche. I keep thinking you were about to call him Dr. Doolittle. No, he's Dr. Douche. Yeah. Uh, um... So they talk about the primals, don't they? And how people in the past would then, before they go to the zoo, aren't they? They're talking about the people of the past who would like absorb the spirit from primal, yep. like predatory animals. And they think that's what's kind of happened, but they're not 100% sure. But, but Dr. Douche has, might know. She has a vibe, doesn't she, that Dr. Douche might have an idea. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, so they leave Willow, Willow with Sandra. Yes. 
And whilst they're stupid fine, move, yeah. What were you thinking? Well, whilst they're sort of well, whilst Giles and the zookeeper are sort of geeking out together, Willow is talking to Xander. Yeah. And it becomes quite tense. Mm. Um, he's trying to persuade her to let him out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just me and you. It was better when Buffy wasn't around. Mm. Willow's moving closer. And then he lunges out to grab the key and she steps back and she says, well, now I know. Mm. Um, and she was testing him. Mm. So again, this goes back to what we, you know, there is more to Willow than meets the eye. She's yeah. not, she's not a coward. She's not a pussy Willow. She's not a pussy Willow. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is more substance to her, isn't there? And I think, you know, we saw it in the first couple of episodes, but I think, more and more she's kind of finding her strength yes she is isn't yeah. she finding her strength um i've not written much more for this episode purely because it's still quite a bit happens but it's all quite dull yeah so i've put in here so even possessed you know it's all about love from buffy about Xander. yeah and then the pack start to hunt down with yeah they do so they eat the woman and the baby which was gross did they eat her well, yes yeah, they did they, yes they were they resting did. and she walked in amongst them which i thought was stupid and i actually i really didn't like that part i thought she'd run off no she she's in the she walks in the middle of them when they're resting so they talk about that don't they that like once yeah. they've rested they get hungry blah 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 so i guess she was already there and then yeah this isn't this isn't the greatest episode, really. I mean, everything... Oh, but, I mean, so... After chatting with Dr. Douche, Giles and Buffy, you know, set up that they're going to have their own... Oh, like, they're going to call it? Like a, a predatory act and... Yeah, but they're going to do... dispossession. Like their own ceremony. Yeah. Um, trans spirit, whatever they call it. Yeah, so... And, so they transpossession. Turn, transpossession. Like. So they turn up at the zoo and Dr. Douche is blue himself. Yeah. Um, no, no, uh, no. So you've missed a bit because Willow, uh, the pack have started to hunt down Willow. Yeah. And. She goes in the first room. Yeah. They literally leave the library and she's running away from them in the first room that she goes in. Xander finds her in there. Yeah. And, um, but she is eventually rescued by Giles. Yeah. Um, he takes her off to the zoo. Why is everything in like running distance? Because Buffy. Well, obviously... they haven't got a whole lot of town. A whole lot of town. <laughs> that's what that's what they said in the very first episode. But a whole big zoo. <laughs> really, <laughs> that'd be literally like me going to the end. Of... Sunnydale grows and grows and grows throughout this throughout right, the season, okay. but it, they get everywhere fairly quickly. Okay, <laughs> sorry. They probably travel by sewer. <laughs> like everything is within kind of walking running distance because even so obviously willow and giles go to the zoo buffy goes and finds the pack yeah getting on a car so willow waits outside Mm -hmm. giles goes in yeah gets knocked out Oh yeah. (laughs) because he's now worked out what all of us know is dr douche is actually the evil guy here yes he's taken a while to work out that there must have been something already painted on the floor when the kids went in there so yeah, the big thing's painted on the floor, isn't it? They've realised that Dr. Douche is the bad guy. Yeah. He's, bl- he's blue himself, so he's painted a blue... That, that sounds like you're saying something else. But that's why I like it. It's like <laughs> arrested development. Um, one of the characters joins the blue man group. Oh, and he blows himself. Yeah, he blues says, himself. I blew myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's got this like, weird blue skull painted on him. Yeah. But still wears his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> And his name badge. <laughs> no, he's got this weird cloak on and a staff, and he's just a dick. Yeah, he yeah. knocks Giles out. One yes. for the tally. Yeah. We're up to three now. That's that three, three in six episodes. That's a high ratio. I've never been knocked out. No, I haven't. Yeah. I was talking to my partner about this the other day. I was asking him, I can't remember we were watching a film and someone gets knocked out in it. And I was like, have you ever been knocked out? Or have you ever knocked anyone out? And um, yeah, I've ne- it's never happened to me. Has it happened to them? Um, no, I think he said he'd, like, landed from a punch, but hadn't. Yeah. He's quite a scrapper. Yeah, I can imagine. He wasn't in loads of fights, but he wasn't one to shy away if something was going on, you know. I was in one fight as a kid. Mm. I say a fight. Uh, <laughs> was it a dance? No, well... <laughs> it was a dance battle. <laughs> I will describe it and you can um, oh, make God. up your mind. I don't know why 
I don't know what caused it, but we was walking to school and there's this guy, Adam, and he was friends with Rory, who I was friends with, but me and Adam weren't really friends. Anyway, me and Rory walked to school, Adam joins us, and I don't know, we're not getting on, something like this, and um, there was there was spitting, like one of us, Ew. like he spat on me, so I spat back. No, no, i tell you what it was. He went to spit on me. Like, you could see him coming. <laughs> so I spat on him first. Oh, gross. And then me and Rory, like, walked off. And um, as we're walking, like, a bit later, two minutes later, walking down the path, I can sense, like, my buffy spidey sense of tingling. <laughs> I can sense him, like, marching up. Mm. Like, he's going to come and deck me. So I... <laughs> I turned and did a roundhouse kick like Buffy does. Shut Kicked up. Kicked him in the stomach. Shut <laughs> up. Was this bef- when you'd been watching Buffy? Yes. Oh, don't, Alex. That's so funny. <laughs> I must have been about 13, 12, Oh, my 13. God. Did your reputation start going around you at, about you at school? No, it didn't. But I was never... A violent one. Well, see, there was already a reputation about me at school. Mm. Because in the first year... The, the, I, I don't know if I should tell this story to a ginger. I'm going to do it anyway. I didn't. No, there was this. There was this guy who was like, you know, the proper nutcase. Mm-hmm. Every school's got one. He, along with the chalkboards, the mean kids in the nutcase. <laughs> yeah. He had been on holiday. He got whip. Some somehow I don't know. He got whiplash. <laughs> We'd all been out at lunch. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't really know. That's usually not a thing that people go and say they got on holiday i don't know i just know he'd hurt his neck <laughs> and he had he had whiplash oh, we'd all God. gone out at lunch and um there was a group of us that all went down like the park from our cuticle there's about 10 10 of us boys that would all go down the park at lunch mm-hmm. and eat chips and play on the slide and stuff and um <laughs> things you do in secondary school. well the way we did it was we poured lemonade down and then you had to slide down oh, on the lemonade God. um what a waste of lemonade that's all right somebody weed down it once and then <gasps> yeah we then stopped playing it yeah. <laughs> when that, i think it might be the nutcase that we <laughs> <laughs> okay if there's ever a reason for us to grow up <laughs> yeah someone's pissed on slide <laughs> anyway on the way back into school somebody said oh what should we do should we we should play knock down ginger or something um, and I said, oh, what's that? Where we push Phil over. And, um, yeah, because I was being very funny. He was ginger. He didn't, he didn't like that. He, he, he was a bit offended. Is and this the nut job? This is the nut job, the nutcase. So he comes at me and he, like, swings for me. He's punching me. This is my first year of secondary school. He swings for me. And um, I, like, just grab, like, push him away, you know, and I hit his neck. He ends up in tears. No way. Yeah. Chopped him in the throat. Yeah. So, because of his whiplash. <laughs> I, I, don't, I didn't do it because he had whiplash. I, I hadn't remembered no, that or anything. it's just a reaction. It's just a reaction. But after that, although I was prime target for being picked on, nobody ever did pick on me. And no. I, don't, I wonder if that's because I made the nutcase cry. <laughs> <laughs> Your reputation preceded yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, don't. That's crazy Alex. Yeah, yeah, crazy Alex, to make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Touched his whiplash. Touched his whiplash. <gasps> so- oh, yeah, no, that wasn't me at secondary school. I never got into any fights or anything. My dad kind of said to us, like, if if someone's picking on you, either say something funnier or walk away. Yeah. So it kind of got to... I remember in year seven, something happening with the year 11. So disclaimer i was like a massive tomboy and at one point had basically peter pan yes disney peter pan's haircut um really bright ginger at the time and uh just thought i'd have short hair and it was so stupid i don't know why i did that anyway this kid from year 11 came up to me and you know like when you're in year seven you compare to year 11 you're aware of some of the kids you don't know them obviously because you're at complete different ends of course um But this kid in particular had been one of the mentors and was supposed to be one of the buddies to Year 7s. Actually, it was a nasty piece of work. And he came up to me and said, oh my God. And he was, so uh, let me explain. He was very effeminate. Um, Back in the, you know, early, you know, this was 2001, you know, 
people were still quite, I guess, negative about gay people and that. You sort wouldn't of thing. have been able to come out at school. No, not at this point. And so, some, you know, there were rumors going around that he was gay and that he, you know, that he he didn't admit it or something. Anyway, um, and I wouldn't ever do this now. Um, but he was very effeminate and stuff, and he came up to me. Even the way he said it, he was like, "Oh my god." Um, you are like you're ginger you need to go and get a new hair color like it was really nasty to me and i said well i've heard you're gay so why didn't you try and go and get a boyfriend <laughs> rather than picking on me and all of his mates were like whoa because he used to hang around quite the laddie lads yeah. as well and i remember all of his friends like kind of looking at me and then laughing and he was like absolutely mortified you know i wasn't being negative about him potentially being gay but i just kind of thought well you know no everyone seems to be speaking about it and you're not saying anything so actually rather than attacking me don't you have a little inward look at yourself? Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, all of that lot used to smile at me every time they saw me. He never spoke to me again. Um, so I always used to try and avoid it, really. I have one important question about that. Oh, God, what? Did he ever get a boyfriend? And is he looking? No idea. <laughs> the big thing for me was that he's part, like, he was Asian. Right. So, obviously, in the Asian community, he's quite frowned upon. Yeah. Giles gets knocked out, and uh, Willow then goes in. The mm-hmm. guy, the Dr. Douche, grabs her. She doesn't question anything. He's like, oh, I just need your help. Starts tying her up. Wrists. Yeah. And she's like, oh, for the predatory act, right? He's like, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then I'm just going to put this knife to her. Oh, because you're going to pretend that blah, yeah. blah, She doesn't question anything. Technically, she does question it. She says, oh, because you're going to do but this. But then... But she lets him do it. She lets him do it. But then as soon as Buffy comes in, she says, it's a trap. Yeah, because she's then worked it out. She's then worked it out. Yeah, I thought you were smart. Um, Bit naive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Buffy then runs in and they there's a big fight and that's that's kind of it. That oh he dispossesses them. It's literally as soon as they come in. Yeah, because the predatory act is just holding the knife. He doesn't actually have to have stabbed Willow, so she's no. fine. They all become normal. Uh, Xander then saves Willow. He, does, he, he says, "My Willow." Does he, he say, say my willow? willow? Or does he just say I willow? I think he does say my willow. I don't think he does. I, I definitely think we'll he does. We'll have to double check that. Yeah, I'm pretty... I would put money on it. Okay, we'll willow. check that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, so he saves her. <laughs> he saves his willow. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the rest of the pack sort of scarfer. And uh, Buffy throws the, uh, the guy in with the hyenas. Can I just say, what an sh- absolute shite... Like exhibition or whatever you call it of animals, this like metal gate in front of loads of stones, and then they're like six feet down, because a blue Doctor Douche literally like grabs yeah, up. he's in a pit, isn't he? That'd be crap. Yeah, I'm anyway, glad I'm not going. No, I wouldn't go either. I'm glad I went to and uh, to Avebury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I went into the town centre. <laughs> um. So yeah, and then the next... Oh, so it's one thing I've got here is that's the last we see of the pack. Yeah. They scarper. They, we don't see them again. But, well, actually, let's go on to Xander first because he's oh. then with uh, Willow and Buffy the next day. Wearing another good shirt. Wearing another good shirt. Yeah. I did see this one. Blue geometric. Beautiful. And um, he doesn't remember a thing. No, he said, I ate a pig. Oh, my God. Uh, but I didn't eat the principal no, no no that was just the others you were with buffy I ate, you ate a pig yeah and you were just generally a bit mean mm. uh, but they kind of they forgive him mm. they like they know he was possessed at this point i need to say i really liked what buffy was wearing i was gonna say to you how different was that what she was it wearing? was very different to what black she had been wearing a little cut off tea yeah it was tea. it was suddenly quite 90s grunge because the start of the episode, I wrote it down, but I haven't talked about it. She was very 60s. Yeah. Like, 60s housewife, almost. Yeah. Like, bouffant updo, like a sort of a chignon bun thing on yeah. top of her head. Like a like wide a ma- lapel jacket. Yeah. Like a mac with a, you know, with a yes. belt. And then, like, a shift dress again. Yeah. She does wear a lot of shift dresses. Yeah. I, I've not worn them, but are they easier for kicking things in? You're an idiot. Yeah, literally, it's gone from, like, 60s to 90s, hasn't it? Yeah. She looks well different. Even just the chains around her neck. Yeah, but I like it. It's a good look for her. I, well, you may not. Uh, I can tell by your face that you don't like it. <laughs> yeah. No, t- be honest. I look stupid. I like the hat. I think... <laughs> I've got a hat needs, like it. <laughs> I know, but there needs to be some middle ground. Yeah, she, the, her wardrobe at home must be crazy. Bizarre. It's almost like she's going into Joyce's wardrobe, <laughs> is what it makes me feel like. 
But what he does end up wearing at the end of the episode, whether you much like it or, or not, is very 90s. And much better than the start. Don't yeah. get me wrong, I did like the outfit. It just, I think it was just the hat for me. Because it's too big on her head. Anyway, sorry, stop. I'll shut up about the hat. But yeah, so they're being quite sweet to Xander, aren't they? And they are. They haven't told him everything. Um, and then Giles. Giles, works, so Giles says, I've been doing some research. <laughs> As as he does, and uh, I can't for the life of me see anywhere that says uh, about memory loss mm. during possession. And Xander basically says, "Do not tell them." Yeah. <laughs> as it's like it's our shoot secret. me, stuff, stuff me, me, mount me. me. <laughs> and he says, "I will take it to my grave." Or... Yeah, and to be fair, that is probably the best way around it because he really embarrassed himself, oh, embarrassed man. them. With everything that they did, so maybe they're How just... would you overcome that as friends? Like, well, I know he is possessed, but we have something more important to talk about in terms of overcoming. What? Well, the four members of the pack that ate a human are just pissed off. What has happened to them? Because they remember that. Yeah. I'm hoping they've gone and got therapy. Or are they all just like touring cannibals now? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we maybe never... got taste for it. Maybe the white meat. They go yeah, off. The other and, right, yeah, yeah they're other right meat. Maybe they just turned on each other and ate each other. Oh yeah, how could? But you, it's almost like one of those things where you would bond over it. Well, that's you? it. Is It'd that be the an sort unspoken of thing? Is that the sort of thing you bond over, or would you never? Would, would, you, would be, you never would talk to that, those people again? No, it would be that underlying thing. I feel like because of the way they were, it would be that underlying thing of like it joined them all together. Yeah. But they would never talk about. I mean, it. they were already clearly good friends mm. so maybe this is one of those bonding experiences that we all go yeah, through gross. you remember that time that we all got lost on the uh going out together and the time that we ate the principal all those things yeah, yeah. yeah. when we went on holiday and we ate yeah. someone there yeah that was nice yeah. he was yeah. uh extra spicy we'll have uh, to cut that out though so just in case they know that that we ate someone oh yeah Shit. don't let them Let's move on um, <laughs> to the next thing, which is the end of the episode. Yes, thank so, God. Thoughts? You, you, you didn't love it. Sucked. Sucked. <laughs> the sucked, thing is, even sucked. though it sucked, there were still some very funny moments. There were. There. Of course there will There's be. There's some excellent writing. The dialogue in Buffy is, is sort of spot on. It was just, like I said to you, the freaking fake hyena set, like, just set the tone for me and I, I knew I wasn't going to enjoy it because it just kind of takes away you being able to escape and, and get lost in it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. Well, hopefully the next episode will be something that you do like. Who was your favourite character in that one? Who was your favourite character who in that one? Who was your favourite? <laughs> no, I was asking you. Who was... Oh, I thought you were reminding me no, that I hadn't asked who you. who was your favourite character in that one? Um, I would say... That's tricky. It is tricky. I... They're all... It, it kind of hinges on them all being a bit naive and a bit mm-hmm. of an idiot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm probably inclined to say Giles, although I did like Willow and the way he spoke to Xander. Yeah. Um, but then also, again, I feel like Buffy is becoming just a bit more of a real character. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I can't answer that question because Cordelia was not in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favourite? You can't say Xander, clearly. The pig. Obviously. <laughs> okay, I'm going with Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Herbert was my favourite too. Yeah, he was very sweet. Yeah, and um, quite smoky as well. <laughs> Oh, shut your mouth, right? Come on then, let's talk about the next one. That was horrible. <laughs> it made me really sad. So, the next episode. I oh. think you're going to like it. So this is episode seven. Yeah, I've sort of teased about, you about they? this one and mentioned it a couple of times. Who did you say as well? So it's someone on Twitter. Yeah, someone on Twitter can't wait for you to find out what, what happens, happens in this episode. What this episode is. So, this one is called Angel. Angel. You knew this because it came up on the DVD. Yeah. I'm going to quick. I'm going to uh, read it, but I'm just going to check. There's no. Um, there's no. Yeah. There's no spoiler in this. Well, why so, don't we just not? Well, no. We need to. I need to tease you because I want to find out what you think's going to happen. Love stinks. 
While Buffy grows more and more annoyed with Angel's mysterious disappearing act, she can't deny her growing obsession with him. Mm. Meanwhile, it's killing Xander that Buffy doesn't have a clue how he feels about her, and, as he vents his frustrations to Willow, she knows all too well how he feels. And in the underworld, the Master is incensed that Buffy has taken the lives of so many members of his family, and he summons warrior vampires to annihilate her. Oh. Right. It's all kicking off. Buffy doesn't have any idea. How, how clueless is she, seriously? Well, she must know in the same way that Xander knows about her. Yeah. He does know. She knows. She just, she's just ignoring it more than that Hoping she it will probably know. go away. Yeah. yeah, I suspect. But we will find out more in the next episode. What do you think is going to happen? We've left it very vague. As we know, that reflects on Mr. Angel, doesn't it? Yep. Right. Let's, um, well, we'll leave it for next week. Yeah. He said cryptically. He did. We're going we're gonna to do it again in a minute. Um, we're going to do it before, before we get locked down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Watchers with me, Alex, and Georgia, and, of course, Howard. Uh, we would love to hear from you what you think of, the, of both the podcast and of the show. Just get in contact with us at thewatchersuk at gmail.com or on thewatchersuk on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe and we will speak to you next week. Grr, arg. <laughs>